What it do, what it do. We back with another part of fifth quarter. Part two of gentle parenting, a corporal punishment. What it do, my homeboy from back east, best friend in the building once again, my boy, Rejard Roberts. What's up, man? What's going on? Man, I can't call it. Another blessed day will be above ground, man. Yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, we're going to pick up because last time it kind of got real real nice and hot and warm because people was calling in and we ran out of time. So we're going to go ahead and jump in on the, on the gentle parenting or corporal punishment. Last time I had one of my good brothers call in um, and then my pastor call in as well. Uh, and we was talking about, you know, the way we was raised compared to this generation. And regard um, on the back end, you know, I think our moms for who they are and where we came from and where they came from, they did a damn good job on the two men that you see represent our family right now. Um, and for whatever reason, the situation that our fathers wasn't in, in the picture at the time we was being, you know, being raised by our mom, you know, we'll step on that situation another time. But right now we're just talking about, and, and this is a young man not, now, once again, you got a person over on the left that is, a, I ain't going to say a saint, but didn't get in no damn trouble in high school, really. But you got me on over here on the right side. And matter of fact, we were talking about this today about, and I'm a, we're going to talk about that a little bit too. I ain't get caught. Uh, well, yeah, he, 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 matter of fact, so now this is this coming up. He must have done a lot of shit because at the end of the day, he keeps saying, I didn't get caught. But I just did that. Richard, he coming outside today? Oh, he gone. But you ain't never heard what he, he, he wants that's, to get. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> true, 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 true. Okay. Uh, but we were going to get on Ja, uh, ja Morant here in a little bit. And to me, um, that goes into the gentle parenting of corporal punishment. Majority uh, on the on on the back end of us growing up, by, with our mom, like far as whoopings, punishment. Uh, what would you say was the benefit that actually, or I can say benefit. What 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 do you think that actually helped you become the man or the man that she was trying to make you to bec- uh, become? If that makes sense. I think I think I know what you're trying to say. Uh so her let me back up so to let everybody understand what i'm trying to say so for a woman to raise a man is is very difficult yeah. uh she only can tell you so much she can't teach you how to actually be a man because she's not a man um but everything that our mom done as babies to now is always trying to be better as a man so what I'm saying, what do you think, or what did you take out of them grade school years, high school years, college years that your mom was trying to instill of you, still on you when you understood that, okay, mama trying to make sure I'm doing this right, the right way. Mom trying to make sure I don't do this the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? What do you think? She, she wanted to make sure that you didn't leave nothing on the table. Mm-hmm. She didn't want you with your hand out. She wanted if you ever call for something, it's because you was absolutely on your last, mm-hmm. and you don't try everything. As far as 
on her own, she did have some help. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, she had some solid men that always stayed around me, so I could depend on some solid guys, my uncles and stuff like that, to if I was getting out of hand when it came to that part, she had people she could call mm-hmm. that would that would come get that act right. Mm-hmm. And so, so she, you know, so she she had, she had so, some help. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like, like well, once again, we always say take a village yeah, to so, raise a child. But but everything that she was doing, she she was showing that she was willing to go the distance to make sure we was eating, make sure, you know, you would see her go that distance. I would see her walk to work. Mm-hmm. You know, little things that many people would take for excuses, I would see her do and make mm-hmm. sure that we had. But when it came to the discipline, them whoopings and all that, she was basically showing us, hey, it don't matter how you feel. This whooping in the house is way better than the whooping you're going to get in the street. And so you can't do anything you want to do and and think it's okay. Not a consequence. Yeah, ain't no consequences to it. So, I definitely. <laughs> quick story. Uh, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna call everybody out, but we went somewhere. I honestly, I was innocent. I didn't know no better. <laughs> ended up stealing, right? Didn't know no better. Ended up stealing. I thought I was doing something right. Hey, you knew better. And uh huh. You knew better. No, I didn't. No, I, I honestly did. It was, hey, do this. So I did it. Okay, gotcha. And, gotcha. and even when the guy was looking at me, I'm looking at him like, what? Yeah, what and you I, looking at? You yeah, remember, you remember them huge boxes of penny candy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuffing them in my shoe. He look at me like, what are you doing? I'm looking at him like, what, what, you, what you mean? I'm putting them in my shoe. So got in trouble. No, we got, hey, had that heat coming when I seen him coming up the street. Yeah. But. Ended up, uh, got in trouble, and someone called the police. Police came. She looked at him and said, either I whoop him now or you shoot him later. i never forget that. He tipped his hat and drove off. And I'm like, I, you know, it took to now where I get it. Then yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. you come save me, yeah, but yeah. I get it now. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, she tried to do the she, – she ain't no try. She did the best she could. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and, and, and did a and – It did a damn good job. <laughs> with, it, more, with more than just her kids. Yes. Correct, and, and that's why I said take a village because I'm going to pick up on the back end. Mama Vicky, she is the one that raised myself, Lachette, Derek. Like, that house was always open to us, uh, and that's why we call it today Mama Vicky and Mama uh, Cherries. Them them was all our moms. Uh, we didn't look at them no type of way. Uh, we bent over backwards for them, and on my instance, my mom did the same thing for us, trying to teach me how and not to do what I was wanting to do. Because, uh, once again, in life, it's always guys and rules everything you do. And I was a young man at the time growing up in East Texas that I didn't think were rules. I broke the rules. Uh, it was always Chris rules. And my first incident, and I, once again, I'm like you. We don't, we don't call a lot of names, but <laughs> if this person watching, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. Um, we were sitting in the classroom, and, and I, I was a good plotter, I thought, uh, back in the day. <laughs> you hear him over there laughing. Uh, so we sitting in the classroom. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going uh, to hide behind this beanbag. Put the beanbag over. See, see, see. Yeah, all right. I'm going to put, 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 put me over in the beanbag, and when she walk out, I'm going to go steal a check. I mean, we plot this crap for like two or three weeks and then actually came down to it and you know everything worked out but at the end of the day my mom kept telling me it's always easy as hell to get in trouble but hard as hell to get out of it 
And I never knew what that meant until probably the last time I went to jail in, what, it was 2000 and, no, it was no 2000, nothing. It was 2001, matter of fact. Um, and I was like to the point where, damn, why I keep, you know, doing the things or getting in trouble or getting called on doing the things that my mom told me to do because, once again, I wasn't learning. And, 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 and to the point where at one time, like you said, your, your uncle's name, I got in trouble at school and my mom called my, my uncle. And when I went over to his house and sat on the couch, and I sat on the couch for like damn the six hours and that never got a whooping. And I'm like, what the hell? Now I'm thinking, why I even go over and, and sit on this couch? But it was just a fear sitting on this couch. Like if I do anything wrong, this man gonna come out here. And I was like, I think eight or nine at that time. Uh, and my mom was at her wits end, you know, just me getting in trouble. But go back to the the corporal and uh, the gentle punishment. My mom whooped me, uh, but I always would want a whooping compared to getting grounded, and because I always felt that, shoot, you get that whooping, you going back outside, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? That punishment, you got sit, you got sit there, think about it, and it'd be like to the point where, damn, thirty days for a, a fifteen twenty minute thing, I, I could already been done with. So it's to the point where now. I look at my kids and I don't whoop my kids, you know. Um, we ground them more to me because now I think in, in this generation, it, it's to me, I look at it as if you ground a kid now, they have, you can, or you can take a lot of their electronics away. And if you take electronics away from these kids, it's like they lost their whole world. So it's better than whooping. Um, but one of the questions, Joy, I want to get into how compare how we were raised and how we have raised our kids. You think to the well, they grown now, half of them, uh, to this far. What do you think? What do you think this generation is getting compared to what we got back in our generation when we was in high school? Um, more friends. Okay. And I, I say that I think this generation have more, the parents are more friendly and sometimes more it's friends than their parents. Yeah, yeah. And so they get that. Now they do get a lot more explanations. They get the, a lot more of the whys. This is why we doing it. This is why we not doing it. You know, us, we get that heat. We would get that heat first, and then you figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, yeah, I just think it's, it's different. Uh, I'm with you. I I whooped my kids early, like super early. Mm-hmm. And it was, when I say super early, super early. And I really never had to do it again. Correct. It's like it clicked. Then we could actually have that. I could talk. I'd be mad, but I actually had to learn them. Whooping really didn't work. It didn't work. It, it didn't and really to me, when, when it don't work, bro, I, I feel like then that's when you get into beating your kids. And I definitely don't agree or beating nobody. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the same way. I think I, I ain't never whooped Chrissy. Uh, I yelled at Sydney one time, and she started crying. Uh, never whooped her. Uh, Chris, plenty of times. Brand, maybe once or twice. Uh, but the, to me, the majority part of disciplining the kid is understanding if they messed up, teaching them how they messed up and not to do that mess up anymore. Uh, my big thing as parenting, I, I – in the last five years, I definitely say I have changed uh, because just like what you said, our parents 
it wasn't, I ain't gonna say we didn't have a voice, but it wasn't, well, Rajar, go put that, uh, uh, go wash some dishes and put them, in, put them up, Rajar, and put them up when you get done. What, what, what you would have, what, that day, Miss Vicky would have said that, what you would have said? Nothing. I went and washed some dishes. <laughs> I, I, there's not, there was nothing to nothing talk about. Nothing to be said, you hear me? There was nothing to talk about. She that, said, watch this, okay. then you go watch so, the So, so that's why I said, now, this generation, like my wife is tell Chris, or uh, not Chris, but Chrissy will move. Uh, Chris, go uh, take the trash out, uh, but, but go get the trash can. It's this Wednesday. Go get the trash can from up because you got to take them down every, every every Wednesday. Pull them up every Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Chris, go get the trash can this Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Monday. Until I say, Chris, go get the trash can. Like, it shouldn't have to stay a whole – and that's what I and, – and, and the old Chris would used to yell and fuss and, and, and get angry to the point, like, do it as I say. And then, like, now I have to go back and start thinking, like, you have to move when your parents tell you to move. But then I don't really try to – because back then my mom, if I, she tell me to move, and I'm dragging my foot. I would have said something under my breath. Mm. Man, look here. Either you fit to get a dog on. Some will come across the room if she can't reach you, or if she can reach you, she's going to slap in your damn mouth, period. And some people will say, oh, that's abusive. No, it, it wasn't abusive because she was teaching me a lesson. It's, it's a way to respect your parents and it's a way, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. That's how we have always taught our kids, and that's how I think the generation this day needs to be instead of, yeah, huh, what? No, I don't we, we don't we don't do that. But with 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 my mom teaching us the way how she taught us and disciplined us, she was hard on me, which hell I was the baddest compared to Raven and Jennifer. Uh they never really got in trouble. Uh <laughs> but one time I'll tell you this is a little story. Uh and this is the only time I, I, I seen my mom really get mad at Jennifer. Uh, she woke up and she was like, Chris, get up. I got up, I'm like, she said, Is this your damn shoe? Man, I was like, I think I was in eighth grade wearing a size nine, maybe an eight, nine. And it was like a size 12, 13 shoe. I'm like, no. And Jennifer over there like she was asleep. She didn't snuck a little boy in the room. And I guess a little boy got out the window. So, but when you talking about Della Marie got hot. And that's the only time I think I, I seen my mom actually whoop my sister. And she was like in the 10th, 11th grade then. Um, but... But me, it's like I felt like I got abused and, and beat up. But once again, I did so much stupid crap in high school and really was disrespecting my, my mom because of the stuff I was doing. Uh, and she was just trying to make sure, like your mom said, either you're going to shoot me out here, y'all going to shoot him out here, or I'm going to whoop him now. You know what I'm saying? So she was trying to discipline me, trying to figure out how to discipline a, a young boy the best way she could. And she did the best best she could at that time. And I, I thank my mom to this day for raising the person that you see right now on this camera because simple fact that, I mean, to raise a young man, and she, a young black man, it, it is hard, you know. Um, and we go to the next question. Should we still spank our kids in 2023, George? What you think? If it's young, born, the young if, parents. If, if, not, 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 not the, 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 the older kids, but the young if, parents. If it's warranted. Okay, so 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 because so, it's it's certain things, um, like like the the disappointment, the failure. My opinion that should be at home first. Mm -hmm. Learn 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 that failure there. Learn how to deal with it because it's coming. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be outside, and mm -hmm. you 
what you feel is, oh, I'm hurt, and I'm not talking about abuse or nothing like that, but that punishment at home, you you that's that's so that's so light compared to the punishment you're gonna get out outside. You're not gonna go to work and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're not gonna be able to go behave out in public like that if you don't get and, and when you do they gonna really chastise you you going mm-hmm. to jail somebody's shooting you you're getting in a fight like yep. the consequences are a lot harsh than you getting grounded or you getting a whooping at home so i think if it's depending on what it is if it's warranted um i would say when it's very disrespectful when you don't got to that point of over and over and over and over to where you putting yourself in timeout because mm-hmm. you hot now. Yeah. I got to put myself in timeout. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just not you not gonna keep disrespecting me, and then I allow it, and you feel like it's okay, and it's just all talk. Let me survive this conversation, and then go do what I was doing. Yeah. I, I think on on the twofold with with parenting is Hamir uh, Trail was talking about this this morning. Parenting is is, is so delicate and tricky at the same time you can't you can't parent your kids to the point where you break them or you what's the word i'm looking for um put them into the point where they don't feel confidence about themselves. but then also on the flip side you can't be so weak where they running over everything thinking that's how it's gonna be in the world you know what i'm saying so it's to the point where it has to be a balance um and the other, we can roll into where do you think the, where is gentle, 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 not gentle, gentle parenting going in this generation? Is it, is it, is it getting weaker? Are we getting stronger? Um, my thoughts on that part is I think it's getting weaker because I think you're seeing, well, I take that back. Because I don't want to, what I'm about to say, I don't want what stupid people do affect saying that's gentle parenting. Because sometimes just stupid people do stupid stuff. Um, But I see a lot of young men, even young women sometimes, acting a certain way at the wrong age. Uh, And I would say that comes from parenting. If you have a strong mom, strong dad, whichever one you have in the house or both, um, I feel like if they see a good model, they're going to be a good model until they get around their peers and then sometimes they might go astray. But still, if you have a strong foundation as that model, it always come back on that track. That's to me. Because even the things that I've done in my life, it wasn't nothing like my mom, nothing like my dad, but then I jumped back because – I knew who I was and who I who I, I need to become. Um, and sometimes, like I say, in this generation, soft parenting and, and you let your kids grow up on social media, that's when you get all these different shootings and different kind of self-inflicted conflicts and media bursts and stuff like that on social media. So, Rajar, do you think the the generation of gentle parenting – is going is it going the right way or do you think it's going the wrong way as you were speaking I was thinking that's a hard one because you got to think of all the parents so, some of them they give in because 
they're not there. Mm-hmm. And they're not there because they don't want to be there. Because of jobs. But, but yeah, you, you're yeah. working. Really count the hours that you see your kid. Your kid in school, they're in school all day. Mm-hmm. They get home, they're doing homework. You might have a solid two hours two with them, hours. Yep. and they going to sleep, and they yep. finna be gone again. So yep. when you say let them do things, it's something. It's not a let. It's you, you're not there to do it. Your, your situation and your circumstance won't allow you to be that model all the time. So the only model they have is that social media, mm-hmm. what what it's feeding them, what's cute, what's not, you know, the the what is and the and the what's not, that's what's telling them what it is. And when they're around you, they know they gotta respect you. Mm-hmm. They know they gotta act a certain way. So they do. And so they're okay in your eyes. That's why you get a lot of, no, my child didn't do that. My child wouldn't do that. You don't even know your child outside of your house. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a hard one to do. And then look, you got and I guess that's when a parent it. when a parent get pissed off or to the point where they get upset, they be like, "No, nah, ain't no way my child did that because, like you just said, you only see your child a certain way. Mm-hmm. Now you might say, "Now nah, they got potential, but no, nah, they'll never do that." But then when they do, it, like, "What the hell? Like I just didn't never think." And I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that rolls into the question. <laughs> well, well hold, before you even go to the question, I think that um, that's kind of an, a, a, an advantage of the gentle parenting. Mm-hmm. The gentle parenting, even though it sounds disrespectful from, sometimes, those kids will say what they feel, and they will they will get all that out in front of that parent. So in the gentle side, the parent will know more than – like older school, we just gonna take our punishment, do we got and move on. But there was no communication. There was no this how I really felt. This is why I've been acting up. Mm-hmm. This is what's really going on at school. I didn't mm-hmm. want to tell you, but you know, all of these things, all the pressure that they deal with just to make it to school, that stuff comes out in more of that gentle man quote unquote man. almost friendly relationship. Yeah, that stuff come yeah. out and the parent gets to be a you know, know about and, get it. That, and see what you just said. Man, in the last couple, I say about the last month and a half, bro, uh, I really have been picking up on that with little Chris. Uh, because, like I said, when I first retired, it's more about my way or no way. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because you feel like, okay, I'm I'm bringing everything. I'm doing everything y'all want. Y'all I'm providing it. But once again, you, you don't have – Dogs, you don't have rabbits that that can't talk. You have human beings that have mm-hmm. emotions, feeling, uh, feedback. So you know, once I start talking to my therapist, it's to the point where she opened my eyes to a lot, a lot of things, bro. To and, and I thank her because now, before I jump and, and get mad or go off or say something wrong, we always say that that tongue is powerful. So if you say it, it's already out there in the universe, so then you can't get it back. So I started looking at things that how I talked to my, my child, and, you know, even when you say, you know, back in the day, they get in trouble, and it's to the point where, are you stupid? You uh, Are you retarded? But if you don't know, like me and Trail talk about it every morning, if you don't know, bro, like how can you call a person dumb or retarded, stupid, idiot, whatever, but they've never been taught? So really, they don't know. Like they, they really saying they don't know because they don't know. And when I start thinking about that, like my son, my wife, my my up, uh, brand, my other son, my daughter, uh, our family, we all have an opinion. And even when they used to 
try to say, well, dad, I don't want to hear it. I'm done with it. Like, it's my way. But now just listening to our kids and listening to my wife, bro, it, it makes the line of communication so much better. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point where now, like, damn, even my, my, my therapist told me, well, when you and your wife have a disagreement or you and your kid have a dis- disagreement, you got to know they really love you and they ain't trying to make it feel like they going against you. It's a situation that they totally have an opposite input just like you do. And when you actually sit there and break that down from point A all the way to Z, you be like, damn, okay. Well, you you might have a better idea now. Because back then, I used to say, I don't want to hear your idea. But your idea might be more be- might be better than mine. Yeah. And when you start listening to your kids and they start saying, like, you have to start getting into your kids' world. And I used to like, well, if they don't come to me, I ain't coming to them. But now just talking to them and figuring out what's going on is like, okay. That is cool. Like, I would think it'd be like, I don't have no interest or nothing like that. But then it go into this other question. I did it in high school. Um, quote, unquote, I was spending the night with the brother. But, Rejoy. I can tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Oh, oh, oh before, hey, before you go, the terms uh, that y'all hear being used, they not to disrespect or offend anyone. It's just terms that was used during that time. So it's not said in a this is an everyday language. But, correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh should should teens be about high school teenagers, girlfriend, boyfriend be allowed to spend the night with their girlfriend or boyfriend? <laughs> for what? For for what? What what are we what are we doing with this? Well, I'm, I'm, hey, I, I'm actually like I said, I'm just throwing out there. I, I, I got you, but what is the? Well, you can stop me at any point when I'm wrong, but I feel like what is the spending the night when you quote unquote they're gonna stay in another room or they're gonna stay over here? Really? Wait till you go to sleep. Correct. You say, nah, we ain't doing the that. Reason, the reason why he say that because I'm, I can raise my hand. I, I did in high school, not spend the night. Three or four days a week, but at the time, um, I was spending night on a Saturday night, go back home on Sunday night. And my mom told me, don't do it. It was wrong. But the pa- the other parent was letting me do it. But once again, wasn't letting me spend the night with the daughter, but once again, let me spend the night with the brother. Uh, the instance we talking about, like nowadays, it's a lot of parents are very freely uh, letting their daughters or I ain't came up to an incident of a young man dad letting the, the girl spend the night, but it's a lot of young women out here letting their daughter and boyfriend spend the night at each other's home. And I'm a big fan of you know what's going to happen. I don't care. And the thing about it, the parent, well, I put on birth control or they're on birth control or but still, why are you allowing a young teen? And once again, we did it behind our mom's back. Um, they didn't know what we was doing. And I guess, and this shit really kind of go into gentle parenting almost. So you saying I'm going to put my child on birth control. So you, you're allowing your child that's maybe 16, 17, 15, 16, 17, to have sex, uh, you saying that's okay because you're putting them on birth control, uh, uh, birth control, but then you also allow the the young man to actually spend the night. So 
I don't know. It, it's like I, I'm talking this at the same time. I'm I'm thinking like that's the dumbest shit ever. It's a lot of settling. It's a lot. It's a, lot, it's it's a, a setup. lot of settling. It's the control factor. If 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 it's in my house and I can see it and I'm, I feel like I'm controlling this situation when you're really not. But it's wrong. That's where that's that's where a, a lot of a lot of people are. This this false. It's false control. It's, so what type of they, parenting they would you they call that? They're afraid they're gonna go out and do it anyway. Yeah. So Long I'll, let them, the I'll let them okay. spend a night. I no. let them do it here. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They not. They can't even. Mm-hmm. As far as drinking and everything else, I'll keep it all in house. Mm-hmm. They can do it here. It's under my control. Now they're not out there getting in trouble, but the damage is still the damage. It's still the they, damage. They, they, it's still getting Thank done you. in the house regardless. Yep, yep, yep. And to me, that's you saying you're trying to have your kids say, don't disrespect your parents. To me, that's disrespected. Even though you 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 controlling it, that's disrespectful. Even if you go even go 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 deeper than that in biblical. That's fornication. You don't supposed to be having sex. I mean, you you okaying your kid to have sex under your. I just I, I think it's a setup, and and a lot of parents don't want. I mean, I ain't gonna say a lot of parents because I'm not in that situation. But of what I hear, a lot of parents are just being okay with. Okay, well, as long as you know they drink at the house, it's okay. As long as they doing that at the house, it's okay. no. It's still that's wrong, because if you go anywhere else in the world and you do it in, in the the other person's house, and their parents don't. Like, this set of parents might be okay with that, but the opposite set of parents, they might not be okay with that. And then you end up doing it, and next thing you know, you got a kid. And then what me and Trey was talking about this, this today. Nine times out of ten, a 17-year-old and 18-year-old cannot take care of a kid right now. So if you're not on birth patrol and you're, you're, you're spending the night with your significant other or your girlfriend, whatever the case may be, um, you're setting yourself up. Because, like I said, I did the same thing in high school, uh, and it really turned my life around, to be honest with you. I ain't going to lie to you, but if I could do it all over, I wouldn't have a child in high school. I'd try to wait till I finished college, uh, probably married, if not right after college. Uh, but God had everything the way he wanted to have it done. And like I said, I'm a true testimony of – doing things the wrong way. I was spending the night with my girlfriend, and next thing you know, her mama goes to sleep. They on one side of the house. We on the other side, 2, 3 in the morning. I'm sliding on in there. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, I have a beautiful dollar for sliding on in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the day, you know, I know what comes with it. I, it's not – I don't – I'm not speaking nothing that I, I didn't read about I heard. I experienced that live and uncut. And as a parent – a young parent – you know, sometimes you can mess the other parent life up, which is it could be the dad or it could be the, the mom. Because sometimes, well, majority of the time, if the guy is in sports or whatever, they go on to go go to school. The mom sometimes is left behind working, trying to access and make sure that that child is being taken care of. And we look at things, we think everything is, is fun and games until you have a real mouth to feed. Uh, and looking at my daughter being a senior in high school, it was like, mm, now I can't do all the, the the bad things and the negative things that I, I were I, I was u- used to doing. Now I got to straighten my act up to be able to make sure that I, I can provide for this young lady right here. And uh, I just feel like just this the guys that I was around in high school 
uh, the parents that we had that was watching over us, the coaches that we had watching over us, like that generation actually meant something to us. And um, what, about a month ago, well, no, it was in December, when uh, one of our coaches was on here, uh, he was just telling telling you guys how everything was in high school. Like, that was almost 25 years ago. And to this day, he still communicates with all of us. That's a relationship. That's a generation that you want to be able to have and, and understand that the, the 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 relationships and the connections that you have in your high school and college and in your 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 early twenties that takes us a long way. I'm 43 years old and I still talk to my high school coach, and that was when I was 17, 18 years old. That was a relationship that I built way back there, and we still have it to this day. So uh, with the I, up, I, I think that I think that um, even with the newer generation and the gentler, kindler parenting. I think they'll still have a long-lasting relationship. Um, it's just you have to draw that fine line between the phase of me getting to know you, mm-hmm. the phase of us, you know, I'm learning while you're growing because I don't know everything. That A lot of things have changed. We don't do it the same as we did it back then. Correct. So with everything changing, and and these kids are a lot smarter. They move a lot faster. And and – the 15 steps it took us to do something, they can do it in three now. So a lot of that is a, is, is a whole nother mind shift. So I think they'll still have a long-lasting relationship um, just as long as they know when to turn, on, turn, turn that off. Turn it's it off, parenting yeah. time. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't care if you're mad or you got an attitude. This is what's going to happen. Correct. This is how we're going to do it because this is what's best for you. Not just to be mean or, again, never condoning abuse. But this is what I know is, is best for you. So, yeah, I think they'll, have, they'll definitely have a long-lasting relationship, uh, a more open communication line than what we, we came had, up with. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's why – and I go back to what I was saying about Chris. Like, sitting there listening to, like, now going through this recruiting process, um, I, I didn't have that with my dad. Or, like, my mom was involved, but she really didn't understood, understand what was going on. And just going through that process right now with him is is to the point where now it's cool because I'm asking him like, son, what 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 do you think that the school got to offer you? You know, and just to listen to my son like, cause he 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 don't really have a lot of words, but when he do talk, you know, he, he, he gets what you know he's he's thinking about off his chest, and and to listen to how from. Being three, four years old to now being sixteen, just understanding the process of how he's growing, um, I, I'm want, I'm wanting him now, and, and I, like I said once again, I didn't have it to teach him like understand who actually talking to you, who's who's looking for you for who you are compared to what you can do for them, and things like that that our generation, which our moms and in and, and the village let us know. Uh, but now just being the dad that's in the in – just like with your son. Like, when things were going on, you were like, okay, I got to teach him how to be a man before anything else. You know, that's my that's my yeah. job. Uh, and I feel like God put us around each other to make each, each other stronger in that generation for us, being stronger men, being stronger dads. And uh, I, I say this right here. I remember it was Father Day weekend um, – the pastor passed away now. Uh, he's out of Longview, Texas. And me, 
I don't know if you was there. You might have been there, Rajar. Uh, but I know Chet was there, uh, Miss Cherry, and he was saying that. And I was in college, and he was saying that it's a lot of dads out there, but we don't have a lot of fathers. Mm-hmm. And and it, and I said to him like, huh? I thought that was the same thing. But as you dig deep into that thing, man, it is way different. And what he meant was dads come and go. Dad have options on when they want to play daddy when they don't want to play daddy. No matter what a father do, a father going to be in that household. If he in, out, whatever, he's going to be the father. Um, and I feel like now me being retired, I was a dad for a long time. Uh, but I was present, but I wasn't present. Because when I played, it's to the point where my discipline, my relationship with my kids wasn't there as much as my wife because she almost became – the the mom and the dad because on Tuesdays was my only time to interact with my kids. And one day a week for 10 years, you can't raise no kids like that. They probably would have been all over the place. And I thank my wife daily for uh, her commitment, um, the hard times that she had that I wasn't in the household, but at the end of the day that she knew I had her back, um, that was all her. And, you know, to, to me – like now I'm trying to take a lot of burden off of her to be able to take that and, and, and be with the kids and understand like what they're going through. And cause I, I didn't, I didn't get that on the front end, you know, on the back end, I, I'm, I'm, I'm my generation right now. I'm appreciating everything that I'm getting out of my kids now. than I think I would have when they was three, four years old, because now they have a mind, they have a voice, they have thoughts on what they want to be. They got thoughts on who they want to be. And to me, it's very it's very intriguing on, like, wow, just looking at me and mom do our thing. Now, this is what y'all want to do? Like, that's to me, that's that's one of the dopest things. And I tell people that have kids that's not married but have kids that are married, like, to me, a great parent or a blessed parent is you raising your kid and your kid have done better than what you've done. That could be in grades, that could be in sports, that could be academics, that could be in going picking schools. Whatever your kid, you feel that your kid have done better that you didn't do as a parent, you you did a damn good job. And I feel like every parent struggles in, I mean, Trey talked about this today, this morning. Um, if a person will come out on how to parent or how to be a perfect marriage, that person be a tree in there right now. And please let call my number, let me know about all that because I we we need that cause, uh, you know, being being a parent is it's a daily a daily struggle, bro. Um I feel like every day is a new task on being a parent. You can't be a parent that you was last year. Because last year get you you behind because like even now some of these phones or apps, I asked Chrissy, Chris, how they work? Dad, you old. No, I ain't old. It's just, I mean, some of this stuff don't make no sense. They just doing it just to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, the generation part of us being in our kids' life, I'm trying to be more active with our kids, uh, be actually in their world to understand what they're doing. Like I tell our kids, they think we dinosaurs. But I'm like, man, you pretty much got the uh, the hippest parents around, to be honest with you. We, we into y'all music. We could dance better than y'all. Like... <laughs> Uh, we know, a, I think we know a little bit more than y'all, but we're not just K 
couch potatoes no more. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you know, they feel like, well, I just can't keep up with my kids. You no, know, we can keep up with ours. It's just to the point where some of the stuff they listen to, we just don't want to listen to. But we still in, in the swing of things with our kids, especially my wife. Like social media, Twitter, Twitter, all that stuff. I man, look. How, how 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 do you think? Um, how do you think the punishment, the difference in punishments then and now, is affecting these kids now? And what I mean, what I mean is, um, I feel like we got a generation of. Men, I'm, I'm gonna go on the men side. We got a generation of men that don't realize that they were abused, that don't know how to handle a lot of situations. They don't know how to handle the aggression. They don't know how to handle like it's a lot of therapy that needs to go on mm-hmm. because we were in the time of hey, get it done, do as you told, and there was no communication line. So now you're dealing with a a, a lot of our generation that. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to feel. We just, you know, man this, man that, man that, and this is what a man is, and, and hardcore, you don't cry, these emotional type mm-hmm. things, and we don't know how to convey that to our kids other than anger. And I'm mad, know, and this is how I respond. Yeah, and you know what? It's crazy you say that because I was just, out and, and, and I'm more uh, transparent with my wife these days than I ever have been because uh, I feel like once again when you open your book and you're transparent with your your wife or whoever you need to be transparent with things that get open doors are open compared to doors be closed uh, and the reason I said that is I was telling her about at first I never said a boy shouldn't cry ever um, but should a boy show their emotions more than a woman? No, you shouldn't. And, and why I say a woman, feeling that women were their emotions on their sleeves to me. I, I mean, it's just a proven fact. And you see a lot of men that does that. You see a lot of miscommunication, misbehaviors, and stuff like that. Uh, I was one of them uh, when I was a kid. But then you go into now, I want you to be able to express your feelings. It's okay. Like if somebody pissed you off, let that person know, or let, hey, this is why I'm at X, Y, Z. It ain't, well, you let a person do whatever and, and turn your other cheek. It's not like that. Nowadays, it's more about respecting who you, well, respect goes a long way because if you respect, if you want respect, you'll get respect. Uh, and that's, to me, that's re- really where all this starts, about respecting your peers, respecting who you want to be respected by. Um, and I feel like on the front end, of my kids, I wasn't a mean dad, but I felt like their emotions, I wanted my boys to hold more than the, the girls. And I think that's why some of the communication, the miscommunication with me and my wife, because like I said last week, um, I didn't want to say that, okay, you got to treat the girls harder than the boys. I, I guess it was a different word I was looking for, but meaning that, a young man can't get out in the real world and show, well, okay, I need to be this type of way to get this job, or if I act this type of way, I can't get this job. And now it's more about be who you be who God calls you to be, uh, to be honest with you. And I tell people all the time, like, 
I only could be Chris. I don't know how to be this person, that person. And when I even played, like, they used to say, oh, well, Chris, you, you, NF no, no, that is my job. That's my occupation. That's what I used to do. I'm still going to be Chris when I retire. I, I, I was Chris before I played, and I'm Chris now. And some of these kids un don't understand, don't become your job. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand who you are and in, in, in who God made you to be. And, and with my kids, me and my wife try to preach to them, uh, this generation will take you fast. It will take you fast to the point where um, people, you look at Facebook, you look at Twitter, you look at whatever social media outlet you own. And this person is doing this. That person looking well. She's doing awesome. He's doing awesome. He got this Bugatti over here in Africa. She got this over here in Beijing. But get here in Texas, you ain't got nothing. Where all your money? At? You know, and then they like, I got to get like her. I got to get like him. No, you got to get like you. That's who God calls you to be. And this generation is so messed up. And that's why I tell my wife all the time, like, I'm glad we are not like, to the new hip thing, like, okay, this new thing going on, okay, we're going to filter to that. We stay in our own lane, you know what I'm saying? I think staying in your own lane and doing what what got you here and you going back to your mom's generation and taking a little bit out of that, you going to your generation, take a little bit out of that, and then getting into your kids' generation, take a little bit out of that, you're going to be all right. But once again, I mean, that's just my output. Don't listen to me. I'm just a person on here talking about Things that I went through in, in my childhood and my, my boy Rajar went through in childhood. And that's, that's what we try to get on this podcast and understand, like, we're not perfect. Never try to be perfect. Um, there's only one perfect person. And we know who that is. But at the end of the day, if you strive to make sure you understand what life is about and then life is treating you the way it's supposed to be treating you, you won't have no mishaps in life. Yeah, and don't, don't punish out of anger. And don't punish me out of anger. Make, Correct. Make sure the punishment is going to resolve the problem, the, not there just the punishment you go. to be punishing. Yeah. And you know, then, then got to go back and say sorry thing. later because simple fact that you didn't know, know why you was punishing me in the first place. Yeah. That's called abuse. That, just put it out there. Uh, it is abuse. But once again, we ran out of great time. This 45 minutes be going so quick. Uh, but, man, love doing this thing, man, and I enjoy getting on here to talk about topics that, that we go through on a daily life. You know, every single day we wake up, we have a task that we got to go through in parenting, life, whatever it is. But next week, same place, same sit down with my boy, Richard. Hey, live and let God lead. And let God lead. See y'all soon. Next Monday, 740, 7 o'clock. Be square.